0: Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from our Facebook group, where a listener wrote in to say, I have three boys, almost seven, almost four, almost three. I've tried to do the rose, thorn, and bud reflection at dinner to get even the tiniest glimpse into my almost seven-year-old's day, and he constantly responds with either, I don't know, or so many things I can't even begin to tell you. When I say, well, pick one, he'll just shrug and say, I don't know, or he'll stay silent. So we'll sit in the silence in order to give him time to think, but then he'll move on to a different topic, something he's obsessed with and nothing related to what we've been talking about. I've often said things like, well, I'd love to know when you think of that one thing, or I've encouraged him to take his time, but we get nothing. At the end of the last year, I discovered my son was fighting with another boy and that they were no longer friends. I thought they were still buddies, and it turns out all the other moms knew because their kids had talked about this beef. And I feel like if my kid would open up, maybe this would have come to my attention. I feel sad and frustrated. How do I get him to talk? Well... The very short answer is that some kids are more into talking about their days than others. And while there are some things you can do about this, there are kids who are gonna open up and kids who are always going to be a little less of an open book, and that's okay. Not everybody draws the same comfort from talking about these things and unpacking them in that way. Not all kids have the same need to do that. And I think we have to meet our kids where they are, even as we continue to encourage them to share. So let's talk about some of the things that you're working on. You're sitting in the silence. That's great. But if it starts to feel, I'm not saying it does, but if it's starting to feel like, well, we're going to sit here until you answer, you're not going to get up until you finish everything that's on your plate. And until you tell me your rose and bud and thorn, that's going to be counterproductive. If that's not working, if sitting in the silence isn't helping him open up, but is just reinforcing and making him dig in that he's not going to say anything, then it's probably time for a new tactic. Rose and, and thorn and bud, just in case people listening don't know what this is. It's when you go around the table and everybody says a rose, something good about their day, a thorn, something disappointing and a bud, something that you're looking forward to that hasn't happened yet. So another thing you could do, and I bet you're doing this already, is to model this behavior to go first. But again, if the rose and thorn and bud thing isn't speaking to your kids, there are other approaches. One that I would suggest is table topics. I'll put a link in the show notes. They're available on Amazon. They are worth their weight in gold. Just little cards that you can have on the table. They're for grownups. They're for dates. They're for dinner parties, and they have one for kids. The kids' table topic is something like, what would be a really cool flavor of toothpaste that doesn't exist yet? And then your kids can talk about that. Now, Do you want to talk about a really cool flavor of toothpaste? Not really, but it's the behavior that you're trying to encourage, getting them to talk about what they want to talk about, which brings me to another point. You're saying that you're asking your kid to tell me about his day and he doesn't want to do that, but then he does go off on something that he does want to talk about, which is something he's obsessed with. Not so interesting to you. You're trying to get him to tell you what happened in school that day and he wants to talk about Roblox to ever thus. Kids want to talk about what they want to talk about. And if you want your kid to open up, then unfortunately that does mean hearing more about Minecraft and whatever it might be than you might want to talk about. Because again, it's the behavior you're encouraging. We talk sometimes on the show about being an askable parent. You want to show that you're a listening parent too, that you're interested in what they're interested in. And if you're there for Roblox, at least sometimes, at least when you can, then they'll know that they can come to you when they really do need to talk. Another thing I would suggest is that you uh, change up the questions and maybe start simple. If your kid doesn't want to do a rose and a thorn and a bud, then maybe it's too big of an ask for a seven-year-old who's tired after a long day, who doesn't really feel the need to share, and who doesn't really want to do it. You could start simple. What was for lunch today? Here's a question that I could always get my kids to answer. Did anyone get in trouble today? Now, if it was them, I probably would not hear about it. But if somebody else got in trouble, I found my kids were most eager to discuss it with me. And of course, it's not how was your day, the best and worst thing that happened to you. It's just something that happened at school. But again, it's getting them talking. It's getting them to light up and start saying things to you, whatever it is. And it occurs to me that that might be why the other kids in the class told their mothers so much more than your son told you about the struggle with the friend. It's a really interesting story to them. It's something that your kid is probably still unpacking. But if the teachers didn't point something out to you, and there was a longer part of this listener's post that I didn't read where she indicated that the teachers didn't really know what was going on either, but the other moms did because the other sons had told them. If it wasn't something the teachers were seeing, I think it's okay. I also might move off the dinner table X if this is becoming something where we're getting locked in and he doesn't want to talk at dinner. Maybe he's too tired at dinner. There might be other times. You can try in the car. You can try on the way to school. You can try at breakfast. Try different times. But I would take, I think, some of the rules and structure off of it and make it all a little more lighthearted because I think that that in the end will yield greater results. Finally, I think I would say that some kids just have a lower set point for this, and they maybe always will. I have one kid who always shared less at the dinner table than their siblings, and again, I had to let go of my expectations of my needs. I need to unpack my day. I need to process things by da, 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 with whoever will listen. This child is just not that way, and if it's not something they need, and they derive not contentment from it, but further pressure. And that's not what you need at all. I would vary the ask. I would simplify the ask. I would do it in different places. I would not force it. And most importantly, I'd let my kid talk about what he does want to talk about. Encourage that behavior little by little. And then someday, I do believe that he is going to trust you with the things that he needs you most to hear. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at com. Thanks for listening.
1: you listen to your podcasts.
0: Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters.